Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. Today, we're going to look at how to intuitively plan and set your goals for the new year. Or really, I think the techniques that I'm going to share with you today, you can use at any time, really. So, let me grab my notes because I've got some scientific things that I would like to share with you as well. So, with the new year in sight, and if you received an email from me earlier today, you might have read this. With the new year in sight, I kind of assume that many people, especially those that are in our community and want to start their own business or create their own career, I believe that many of you are planning for the year ahead. Yeah, whether that is opening your own studio, creating a course, organizing a retreat. Most people here want to contribute to the yoga and wellness industry in their own way, right? So it may be that you are exploring your options and you aren't sure yet about what direction to take. It may be that you already know what you want to do, but you need more structure. Yeah, you're not very clear on what the steps are to take. It could also be that you've already worked on your ideas and your business for a while and are ready to take the next step or that you've tried many things without any really great results or maybe not with the results that you expected and feel like a career in the wellness or the yoga industry isn't for you, right? Maybe it's one of these things, maybe a little bit different, maybe it's a combination. What do we speak about first? What is not intuitive goal planning, right? We're going to start with maybe the mistakes and the challenges or the things that we did before that do not actually work. So too often, our goals are focused on performances. And if you haven't done any work on this before, it's likely that until now, you've set your goals based on a fear or multiple fears, scarcity, other people's beliefs, maybe their opinions, playing small because you're afraid that you're stealing other people's ideas or you feel like a fraud or don't fully trust your skills, your knowledge or your experience yet. It may even be the need to prove to yourself and others that you're capable. This very often is the motivation to set goals. But when you look at these goals, they often feel like really hard work. And it could be that you're trying to pursue a path that is set by other people's expectations, that you make compromises or sacrifices to please others, or that you do what you think you're expected to do in the role that you're at or in the role that you're in right now. But if that's the case, your goals are driven by logic and rational. Yeah, it's created by our thinking mind. That means that your goals are not intuitive and therefore also 
misaligned with your purpose. Think of this for yourself. If it's a fear, scarcity, compromises, sacrifices, a path, or maybe expectations that have helped you set your goals in the past. Because when your goals are misaligned with your purpose, you start collecting proof of what you can and what you can do or fulfill it. Yeah. So your mind will start a monologue with the inner critic. And the inner critic will cause self-doubt. And that means that you lack clarity or you feel that there's no direction. It feels like you're not capable. You may even get tired thinking about the goals, just only thinking about the goals or feel overwhelmed by them and then start to neglect them and don't see the point of pursuing them anymore. Is this you? Is this something that happens to you? It definitely has happened to me too. So if that's you, you're not alone. Yeah. So whether you see yourself as a business owner, a self-employed yoga teacher, creating your own job opportunities online or in person, that means taking payments from students instead of receiving a monthly payroll by someone else, that means that you're a business owner and you are self-employed. Even if you haven't called yourself that yet, start seeing yourself as a business owner or self-employed, maybe even freelancer. That means that you also have to act like one and use the tools that I'm going to share with you during this training, yeah? Because these tools will help you to intuitively set your goals and to also start believing that you are worthy and capable to experience more joy, more clarity, more success, but more so really make sure or ensure that your goals are aligned with your purpose, that with your reason why, yeah? Not by the expectations of others. So now we know what is not intuitive goal planning, what then really is intuitive goal planning? Because it might even sound a little bit spiritual or wishy-washy to you, yeah? So intuitive goal planning. It's funny how we're all born with the skill to listen to our intuition, yeah? But for most of us, early in life, we learn to make decisions based on logic and reason. Yeah, so given the fact that most of you here also work or want to work in the wellness industry, I believe that you're already more intuitive than you realize now. Yeah, maybe you know that you're very intuitive and you just want to be even more intuitive than you already are. But if you think that you're not, I believe that you are more than you realize right now or that you definitely have the ability to tap into it with more ease than you believe right now. I'm very sorry for the noise they're building next door. I think that on Facebook, you don't hear it, but on Instagram, it might be a little bit loud. So I'll try to speak over it. So I can get very scientific about this. But to sum it up in a very comprehensible way, let's divide the mind into two departments. The first department is impulsive, it's effortless, it's quick to grasp, and it feels based on patterns that are related to your past experiences, but also your human instincts. 
it's the subconscious mind and you may have studied this before and that department let's look at those two departments again so that department that first department the subconscious mind is strongly linked to your intuition yeah the second department is conscious it's the part that you use when you take time to think about a decision or about something that you want to do setting goals it's analytical it's cautious it's measured it's rational this is the part that makes you overthink it is also the part that creates or that only sees obstacles and challenges or difficulty yeah and it really goes against or it stops you from feeling intuitively and thereby setting your goals intuitively so intuition is the way that your subconscious and your conscious mind communicate that feeling people often describe you get that actually words can't describe you just know something feels right something feels off something feels trustworthy or untrustworthy yeah your intuition doesn't need words it doesn't need facts to know it just knows by feeling it yeah and you may therefore also describe it as that inner knowing right in yoga terms you often see or hear this in yoga class as well it's your inner knowing your intuition so in an article that i read research showed that emotion and intuition have a physical presence in our gut and i really have to look at my notes to not mess this up <laughs> and the gut is a lined network of neurons and it's often referred to as the second brain yes yeah, so it's known as the enteric nervous system if you have studied these before maybe you know it as the ens as well it contains about 100 million neurons maybe even more maybe a little bit less but about 100 million neurons which is more than the spinal cord and the peripheral nervous system but less than the brain yeah so this is why sometimes we can't really describe what is going on or what we are feeling and this is when you maybe feel sick when you may have to make a decision a tough decision it may also be that you just know you made a bad decision even though you can't describe it with words it's also why when you make a really good decision or you make a decision that feels right you're excited yeah you can feel this in your belly sometimes maybe you get goosebumps maybe it's a shiver down the spine inner joy peace contentment yeah these are all feelings that you know you feel you've made the right decision or you set the right goal for yourself i want to ensure though that not feeling any physical things doesn't mean that your decisions aren't based on your intuition doesn't necessarily mean that trust yourself when you know something just feels right yeah when it feels right you'll feel clear light nourished and when it doesn't feel right it might feel achy heavy dull or simply unexciting yeah but it doesn't mean that you actually have a physical sensation for it too 
The next part of this training, I want to dive into then how to start with intuitive goal planning. And I've got one, two, three steps for you to train your intuition or to tap into your intuition. And then I've got one, two, three, four steps for you to actually plan your goals or set your goals intuitively. To start off, trusting your intuition in the beginning may feel very hard. Yeah, it may feel very hard, especially if you tend to overthink and think about whether your intuition or your analytical mind is telling you what you feel. Yeah, so sometimes we're really listening to our intuition and the thoughts pop up. And then there's another thought that tells us, but maybe this is not my intuition. Maybe it's actually my analytical mind. If this is you or if this all is new for you, allow yourself the time to practice and get used to it. Allow yourself to be patient and just acknowledge and observe what comes up for you. Because I can promise you that with time, you'll start to notice a shift. And I promise you as well that when you know, you know. All right. So to start training, to first start training your intuition, and especially in the context of planning or setting goals for yourself, I'm now going to share with you some tools that have been really effective for me. And my hope is that they work for you too, so that you no longer feel pressured and overwhelmed by the goals that you set for yourself, but really experience more joy and contentment and fulfillment in the process of reaching your goals. So number one, number one is reflect on your goals and how you've set them in the past, because it's good to know how you got where you are right now. So ask yourself in the past, were your goals a little bit random? Were they wishes? Were they desires? Did you have a structure or methods and strategies to get there? What was the intensity that you put too much pressure on yourself or that you set your goals in very low because you thought you weren't capable? Also, were your goals steered by a fear or maybe comparison? low self-esteem and did you actually accomplish them if you accomplished them how did you do that and if you didn't why not why did you not accomplish them so very first step reflect on how you've set goals in the past without judgment yeah without telling yourself oh i didn't realize this goal so i'm still not capable or still not able to do this just really reflect on how you did this without judgment and see that as a learning opportunity. Yeah, we're going to improve doing that right now. The number two is strengthen your intuition. And there are many ways in which you can do this. Not every way works for every single person. So I recommend that you try things out that you see or get a feel for what you like and then choose the tools that work for you personally. So ways to strengthen your intuition could be daily meditation or mindfulness practices. It could be body scans. It could be spending some time alone, literally detoxing from social media or from everything around you, spending some time offline, really, in the woods, in the forest, at the beach, outside, wherever you like but really spending some time offline, literally and metaphorically. Journaling 
could be a way to strengthen your intuition talking to people right so talk to people and maybe see what they do i really like to talk to people and express really how i feel get everything out just as i do with maybe a brain dump in my journal and gain clarity on really what is happening in my mind and how it does that feel inside other things that you can do is drawing, doodling, maybe creating an art journal to literally let your creativity flow. Because creativity is a skill or is something that's ruled by your intuition too. So strengthen your intuition, do whatever works for you. Allow yourself some time to practice, try out new things and choose the tools that you like. Yeah. Then, third tool to strengthen your intuition is center for goal setting. Center for goal setting. And especially strengthening your intuition in terms or in the context of goal setting, right? So to center before you set any goals, take a moment to get rid of all the distractions. Also get take a moment to let go of any thoughts, past experiences, limiting beliefs, all the fears. And I recommend doing some type of meditation or maybe yoga nidra for this. Yeah, they're really, really great practices. There's one practice with my dear friend, Annie Au. She has a really nice intuitive yoga nidra practice. You can check that one out or type it in on Spotify, on YouTube, whatever you use. There's loads available to you. So that's not an excuse. Yeah, you can also, to center, ask your intuition a question, yeah? And ask yourself, what makes me most fulfilled? What do I most love to share with my clients and my students? How do I want my clients and students to feel in the process while working with me? And how do I want to feel working with my clients and students? So without starting a whole monologue with yourself, really tap into those first feelings, first sensations, the first words that come up, because often those are the things that are linked to your intuition. To center, you can also create a vision board. Yeah, a vision board is a big piece of paper on which you put images or maybe some drawings, maybe some words, maybe you cut out some pieces of paper, imagery or words in a magazine, whatever you do, you can create a vision board on Pinterest. But sometimes, and especially for people that are very visual, having a vision board also allows you to tap into your intuition. And if you notice that your logical thinking mind takes over, remind yourself of the reason why yeah remind yourself of the reason why you want to contribute to the yoga and wellness industry remind yourself of the reason why you want to work with your students and clients your reason why is not to make 10k or to go on a holiday maybe that those are really great side effects but your reason why is that what your intuition tells you and it's often being in acts of service if you want to know more about this reason why and how based on your why you can define your how and your what look at the training from last week because i spoke about this in a lot of detail yeah look at the training of last week where we spoke about the year reflection of 2022 so 
three steps to strengthen your intuition for goal setting. Very first thing, reflect on how you've set goals in the past. Strengthen your intuition by meditation practices, body scans, spending time offline, yoga nidra, drawing, doodling, creating a vision board, whatever works for you. And then center yourself. So take a moment to get rid of all distractions around you. Ask your intuition questions. Listen to your first answers. And notice that when your logical and thinking mind takes over, remind yourself of the reasons why. So that's three things to prepare. Now, how to set intuitive goals. And I've got four ways to do this for you. So if you haven't already, grab pen and paper because I would love for you to try these things out. Yeah, if in the meantime you've got questions or would like to comment on anything, feel free to write in the comments as well because I'm here and I would really like to have your feedback on this and what you think and if it works, if this is interesting for you. So how to set intuitive goals? Four ways. Number one is create goals or set goals from a place of meaning, not shoots. Yeah, I should this, I should that. Compare their process to that of others. And I've been there too. I think most people do that at some time in their career. Yeah, but that also means that you set your goals based on what the competitor does or what the competitors have achieved. And I hear these people say, I should have 100 people on my email list or I should have 2,000 followers or I should make 50,000 by the end of the year. Yeah, instead of setting goals that you think you should, or that you focus on the outcome of the goal, think about how you want to feel in the process of getting there, yeah? So if your goal is making 30K, so it's 30,000, selling private classes, for example, and 30K may sound like a lot of it for you. It's just an example. Instead of thinking about the money that you will earn and what you can do with that, think about how you want to help your clients feel. Yeah. How do you want to make them feel? And how can you help them live healthier or happier lives? Whatever it is that you do for them. And also think about why and how you want to serve these people. And the value that you add to their own lives, yeah, the value that you add to their lives with your services. What about serving your clients makes you feel empowered or joyous, fulfilled, excited, content, yeah? Passion instead of forceful ambition helps you not only enjoy the process more, but also enjoy working with your clients and attract more clients, yeah? It's a natural domino effect. So instead of focus on the outcome or focus on the end goal or focus on the shoots, create your goals from a place of meaning, yeah? How do you want to feel and how do you want your clients to feel? Then... Number two, where energy goes, attention flows. 
You all know this, especially those that are yoga teachers. We've all read this somewhere, I'm sure. But it really works for your goals too. So ask any well-established business owner about how satisfied they are with their achievements. Yeah. And I dare to say that nine out of 10 people don't feel fulfilled. And even if they are very successful, even if they have a lot of clients, even if they make a lot of money and they have the perfect life for like seemingly from the outside, a lot of people don't actually feel fulfilled in their business. And if this is you, this is very problematic because By working in the industry that you are, yoga and wellness, you're spreading love, you're spreading joy, growth, abundance. If instead you're feeling pressure to accomplish a certain goal, you will send out a type of energy that doesn't inspire and it doesn't attract the right clients either. Yeah. So our type of clients and make it more personal, your type of clients are attracted by a type of energy. There's a lot of trust involved. So most of the time when I ask students what they like about their yoga teacher or their mentor or their coach, they will say something like, I just really like them. Yeah, I really like their energy, their presence, their way of speaking. I feel like they understand me. We sh- Maybe it's that we share the same values. As you can tell by these things, the decision of working with them probably has been an intuitive decision. Yeah, it's because they like it. And going back to what intuition is, They might not be able to tell you with words, but they know that they can learn from them. They trust that they have signed up with the right person. And they know that because these teachers have a specific energy that they are attracted to. Yeah. So by simply pursuing a goal of maybe hitting 30K or getting 2000 people to follow you on Instagram, your clients and your students will also feel that your energy is misaligned and that you may decide that they may decide like working with you is not something that they really want to do because they don't have that same feeling like they understand me or they're really giving me what I need in this moment. Yeah. So they choose not to work with you in the first place, or they stop working with you. So remember that your energy is what attracts, yeah? And if your energy is aligned with the reason why you are here, your purpose, your vision, your mission, the way that you want to feel your students, the way that you want to feel in that process, that is what attracts them. So, Shift your energy, shift your energy, where energy goes and your attention flows and the attention of your students do too. So that's number two. Number three, align your goals with contentment and fulfillment. In other words, practice non-attachment. So I know that you have a business or you're self-employed and that maybe means that you feel pressured to bring in money because we all have things to pay for we've got bills rent food 
maybe even kids, there's always things that we have to pay for. And that also puts pressure on ourselves to sell out our offerings. Yeah. So I do like to ask you to remove your expectations around timelines and around tangible outcomes. It's something I used to do too in the past and it didn't give me any results. And I saw here that lovely, I I forgot your name and I'm really sorry about that, Mind Hygiene. She was always led by the motive to made it, made a 30K, but she never actually got it, right? So if that's your motive, if that's your end goal, there's a lot of pressure, yeah? It's something that I used to do in the past too. And I remember that my very first course launch, I wanted to make 15K. And I didn't make it. I think I made six and a half or 7K. And I was really, really demotivated. And really, that takes away the human element of us as yoga and wellness entrepreneurs, right? It really takes away from that human interaction that we have with our clients. Because if we're demotivated or feel disappointed with the outcome, we can't even be grateful for the things that we did achieve. And that meant for me in that time that I had 15 students taking my course. But I wasn't even fully happy with that. Obviously, after a couple of weeks or maybe a few days, I did tap in with that again. I tipped, I tapped of it. But my very first reaction by not actually having that goal was frustration or maybe disappointment. Yeah. So when you are focused on achieving the outcome. Yeah, you will really lose the human element of gratefulness and non-attachment, being non-attached to the outcome. Yeah, so going back to energy goes where attention flows. Yeah, so I'd like to ask you to instead, instead of acting with force, yeah, act with compassion. And again, this really goes back to the energy that's noticeable for everyone around you, yeah? So going back to the example of making a 30K, maybe a 30K in your first quarter or in your whole year, maybe by just teaching private classes, especially if you're someone that puts up that puts yourself under that kind of pressure, you may be very demotivated if you don't end up reaching that goal. And that really takes away from the positive energy that you want to provide for your students, but also the positive energy that you want to experience yourself. So measure your goals by looking at joy, yeah, contentment, happiness, fulfillment, satisfaction, by how your students feel, your clients, your colleagues, your employees, and stop comparing yourself to others working in the same field. Stop measuring your progress, comparing yourself to others all the time. Stop also measuring your progress only with spreadsheets or invoices or receipts or the money in your bank account. Instead, create space and also reflect on how you and everyone around you, everyone involved in the work that you do, feels about the process, yeah? So that you can align your goals with contentment and fulfillment instead. Step number four for intuitive goal planning is act in service instead of self-validation. 
So often we create a business because we feel like there is something that we need to gain validation for. Yes, there will be a part of it as well that you want to help people out. But some people also do this with a drive to prove that they are capable of doing something. So go back to the reason why you are in business and want to create what you want to create and ask yourself, am I truly in service of others or am I somewhat in somewhere searching for self-validation? Yet if the latter is the case, do not judge yourself. I don't judge you and I dare to say that no one in our community judges you looking at this camera specifically because that's our community group on Facebook. Yeah, I've been there too. I really have been there too. And I dare to say many of us have and has. Many of us have or maybe still are. So see this last piece of advice as an invitation to reflect on your reason why again. Reevaluate your goals based on what you need to give to achieve your goals. Yeah. How will achieving your goals positively influence others? And how will it help those around you work with more ease, peace, health, happiness? Or maybe how will it help them find a solution to their challenges? So if your goal is making a 30K, instead of making that 30K, okay, I'm going to sell my services because I can do this, 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 and this. I've created this really great course for you. You have to take it because it will help you do this and this and this. Focus on all the things that they will get out of it. Yeah. Where are they at right now? Yeah. How can you show that you understand their challenges, the problems, the needs, the wishes, the desires? And from where they are at, how can you help them to point B? So point A is the challenge, need or desire. How can you take them to point B? Focus on everything that's in it for them. Focus on showing that you understand them. Focus on not only the benefits and the features, but the emotional well-being that comes with that. Instead of listing all the benefits and the features and trying to make that money because your service is amazing. Yeah. So really focus your attention on your students, your clients or the people that you would like to work with. So regardless of the outcome, The goals that we set for ourselves mean little to nothing if they are not truly aligned with the outcome that moves us and truly makes you happy. Yeah, your purpose, your dharma, the reason why you're in business or the reason why you're in this life. Yeah. So once you're tuned in with intuition, deciding on what moves you and how you want to feel in the process and how you want your clients, your students, the people you want to work with feel in that process, set goals that absolutely feel right, yeah? Set goals that excite you. Set goals that are aligned with you and your reason why. And remember as well that you're not in a rush Practice patience. Remember that you're in this for the long run. It doesn't have to happen all this week, this month, this year. 
yeah there is no place that you need to be and no one including yourself that you need to prove to that you're capable yeah enjoy the process and let the path and the how and the what especially in terms of creating your offerings unfold as you follow your vision yeah and if you need to know what, how, what, what is she, why, how, what, what is she speaking about? Watch the training from last week where I spoke about all of those things. Yeah, we're, we were reflecting on 2022 as a year. I do think that these two training sessions, they go hand in hand. So if you miss one of them, if you missed training last week, watch it. Because if you reflect on last year, I'm promise you that the training today makes even more sense to you yeah so if you ever need help with this or if you feel like okay i'm ready to set my goals but i still need a little bit more personal guidance and as how to do this intuitively always feel free to book a discovery call so good luck know that i'm here for you if you never need it Share your insights, your perspectives and your goals with us. Write them in the Facebook group or send me a private message on Facebook, Instagram or email. And I hope to see all of you very, very, very soon. And sending you all lots of love and a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you so much for joining today. See you later. You listen to Your Yoga in English brought to you by Enga Unite a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.